0: So wipe those smiles off your faces.
1: Hello and welcome to Do The Right Thing. We are at the Pleasants in Edinburgh and this is the podcast panel show that works out the best thing to do in any given situation. For example, what is the best way to fight a wolf? It is to fight a small wolf. Not a big one, you'll never win. Fight a baby one. So let's meet the teams doing the right thing today on... Oh, that's nice.
2: Oh, She's not used to laugh. Oh,
3: no. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On my right, today, we have a man who has made online crying into the abyss popular again. It's Michael Egg) <laughs> And joining him, comedian, writer and best legs in show business, Shappi Sandy. <laughs> On my other side... My left. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah. Of the hardest working actress in comedy, or at least that's what she tells her two-year-old when she goes down the slot machines, Margaret Cable Smith. Yeah. And finally, historian, musician and some pub landlord thing, it's Al Murray. Woo. Yeah. So, our first round is The Importance of Being Right. The Importance of Ian right. Yes,
4: of being right.
3: <laughs>
0: Importance
1: of being right. In this round, I'm going to give each team a highly likely scenario and they have to tell me what they would do to get out of it. And to decide if they're doing the right thing, I will be referring to my expert source material. The internet. (laughs) Michael and Shappie, you first. Her Majesty, the Queen, is an avid fan of your work, Michael. She loves your blog and Mm. she is a Kindle subscriber and everything. (laughs) And thus, she has invited you to a right swanky dinner party. Unfortunately, it's on the same day as your anniversary and you've promised your wife a romantic night together in Hong Kong. You've booked with (laughs) Travelocity, you won't get your deposit back. What is the correct way to respond to the Queen according to DeBretts.com?
0: None of this sounds like me. <laughs> what was the last bit? I went, all I heard was Hong Kong, and then I actually heard my wife in my head, yeah, by fucking time you took me to Hong Kong.
1: <laughs> the Queen has invited you to a lovely dinner party. Yeah, no, you this don't is fine. You want to this... go, so what do you do?
0: Well, see, I would slightly feel I would have to go, because I would be letting my dad down. Because uh, my dad's a massive royalist. Uh, I think your dad
1: liked Dave Gorman.
0: Yeah, my dad does. My dad more than (laughs) likes Dave Gorman. Uh, My my dad's favourite comedian is Dave Gorman. That's quite hard, isn't it, when you're a comedian? (laughs) There's no photographs of me in my parents' house. No no photographs of me. Uh, There might be some in a drawer somewhere that they spit in occasionally. But uh, there's none in frames. There's, like, framed photographs of the grandchildren. I totally get that. Frame photographs of like my parents when they were nineteen. I get that, but there's also a frame photograph of my dad and Dave Gorman. <laughs> I fucking hate Dave Gorman. <laughs> I want to find fifty two Dave Gormans and fucking shoot them. <laughs> and one of them is Dave Gorman.
1: I'm gonna get. I'm a gonna frame...
0: Google whack him in the fucking teeth.
1: <laughs> Chappy, if you were invited to dinner with the Queen. But you didn't want to go, what would you do? Like, what could... Well, I don't know. What
5: really. could be better to do?
1: <coughs> then have dinner you with the have Queen.
2: have dinner with Hong, Her Majesty Hong Kong? Kong? With Michael's wife. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, mean, I met
2: the Queen once, and... Yeah, you didn't get the round of applause you were expecting, did you? <laughs> no, I know, what, no?
4: you saying. Um, I met her once when she opened up Ealing Broadway Shopping Centre, and she doesn't...
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: showing sure off.
3: I Ealing. live in
4: Ealing, and she opened up Ealing Broadway Shopping Centre. And ever since then, I felt a real affinity to the royal family. But my mum uh, made me have a dye and a haircut. And unlike, say, like on you, yeah. Danielle, it would look really cute. But on me, I look like a Lego man. So I um, I don't know. She doesn't. Which look
5: Lego like... man?
3: <laughs> the
5: policeman.
2: The bulimic uh, one.
5: The bulimic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shappy's done Arthur Smith's um, pissed-up up chat show. <laughs> Just to warn you. I've been
4: breathalyzed. I'm five times over the legal limit to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, surely
5: you've Lego. met the Queen? I've met the Queen uh, many times. In fact, but a friend of mine was put in this exact situation where he was told he had to go and have dinner with Prince Charles and he didn't want to. It's a friend of mine's dad who's an expert in mushroom. My...
4: he a famous friend. Tell us who he no, 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 huh. no.
5: It's a bloke called um, <laughs> Phil. The oh. <laughs> Phil. No, not the <laughs> Phil. Shame. A Phil. Anyway, Phil's dad is an expert in mushrooms, right? And Prince Charles's office rang him up and said, His Royal Highness would like to have lunch with you to talk about mushrooms. And Phil's dad's like, Well, I'm not coming. And they said, Well he wants to have lunch with you tomorrow. And he said, Well, I can't come, I'm not, I'm busy, I'm doing something. He said, Well, you're having lunch with Prince Charles tomorrow. <laughs> and we'll pick you up at 9 o'clock, and you're coming for lunch. So anyway, Rolls-Royce appears at house, drives as fast as it possibly could to Heathrow Airport, put him on a plane, flew to Edinburgh, he got off, they drove all the way to Balmoral as fast as they could in a Rolls-Royce. He got put in a Land Rover, and the Land Rover went bouncing out across into the middle of Balmoral, and there's Prince Charles stood there fishing in a stream. Ah, hello, Phil's... I can't remember Phil's dad's name. Hello, Phil's dad. Mr
3: Phil.
5: And they talk about mushrooms for an hour and a half, And then Prince Charles goes, what about a spot of luncheon? I don't do impressions. And they they get back in the Land Rover and they drive to this tiny cottage and they open the door and in there's the Queen and the Queen Mother (laughs) just sat in this cottage and no-one says a word to, <laughs> to anyone. Phil's what the fuck is this?
4: Were they in rollers? Like, their hair all, like, done No, no, them. they were, like,
5: in scarves, all sort of in max and, oh. you know, outdoor kit. And then a bloke comes through the door with a silver platter, and, listen to the, and it's, it's a rack of lamb, and Phil goes, ah, oh, brilliant, lamb chops. And the Queen Mother goes, cut it. And that's, <laughs> <your name. laughs> and that's all she said. <laughs> And, he got, and then they put him back in the Land Rover, <laughs> drove him to the gate, put him in the Rolls Royce, put him on the plane, and he was back at home by seven o'clock that evening because he had to go and have lunch with Prince Charles.
1: Very correct. Uh, it is a royal you just command. Have to go. It's yeah, a yeah, royal yeah. command, yeah. yeah. The only way you can get out of it is by pretending to be ill or dead. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret and Al, uh, this one's for you. You see some strange bright lights in the sky. Being rational, you assume it's a plane or perhaps a gauche disco. But you are wrong. It's a UFO and they want to take you on board and possibly stick things up your bottom, though we shouldn't assume that that is racist. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if, if an alien came to approach you? According to the worst case scenario according survival to and <laughs> debris
2: dot You have to go apparently. According to a book. <laughs> You're not allowed to do anything. I'm the only one without any royal contacts, apparently, on this whole fucking ban Get shoot. over yourself. <laughs> I'm double barreled
3: oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you believe in aliens,
2: Marble? Um, vaguely, yeah. Is that a Catholic thing? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We're just taught to, believe, we're taught to believe anything anyone says. That's the, that's the rule with Catholicism. I'll give, um, you,
1: I'll give you a hint. I... Do you think you should? Hit the alien with a massive brick, mm-hmm. or remain calm.
2: Uh, I could, I could hit him with
5: a brick, yeah, I
2: could hit yeah. him with a brick calmly.
1: Really calm. <laughs>
3: hit
1: I'm
2: him just... with a
0: very calm brick.
2: <laughs> I'm just really not keen on, on anal. I mean, I'll go... Uh...
3: What?! Is
2: that the only you <laughs> <laughs> That's out leaving the stage. specifically yeah. told me. <laughs> <laughs> To be paired on a the panel contract <laughs> with someone who is into anal. That's in Al Murray's contract. Yeah. Murray. That's the only it's thing on my sinister. rider. <laughs> <laughs> My- oh, no, so we're, we're not alright we My-
1: can't you have to do one or the other you say? yeah either hit it with a brick or remain calm
5: oh remain calm
1: oh, um, yeah that is the right answer <laughs>
5: <laughs> this is really hard
1: <laughs> uh, according to the worst case scenario guidebook you remain calm ask the alien to leave you alone if it doesn't punch it in the
5: eyes. <laughs> what like are a shark. Eyes? Which bit its eyes?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: You could be giving oh. it anal by accident. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> Punching it in the eye. No
1: less than it deserves.
5: <laughs> I don't know. I, wouldn't it be brilliant if there were aliens? Because I, I would love to see a ghost or an alien. Just one ghost to go, wow, there's... More to life than getting up in the morning and. and, and, uh, Yeah, and cornflakes.
4: It is a weird thing with ghosts, though, because. Oh, they are weird. (laughs) What have they got
0: against Pac Man? (laughs) They're the real
3: racists.
0: It's all right to be racist. Ghosts, they come over to our dimension, (laughs) they take our yellow disc.
4: I was uh, just yeah, because the thing is a lot the, the creepiest ghosts are the child ghosts in haunted films. There's always like a creepy haunted child haunted films. <laughs> <laughs> well no, do you know that beer in Three Men yeah. and a Baby? Yeah, I know. It's where well, no. there's a curtain
2: and then there's a creepy kid just no, behind the curtain.
4: It's
3: not a uh, creepy kid. It's a creepy kid, Carol. No.
2: It, c- don't call me Carol just because you went to six Form College with my sister. Please try not to
1: bring that up. It's really weird. <laughs> I was sort of, yeah. Literally. Why don't, hang on, why
0: don't you get ghost toddlers? You
1: do get them. You no, know, you don't
0: get a like, this little baby toddling. You don't get ghost, or ghost, um, cripples.
1: <laughs> Please, can we move on? You don't get ghost down syndrome. <laughs> oh
5: my God. That is so offensive.
0: That
3: is so offensive. Saying. That's
5: the other thing that's on my rider. <laughs>
3: <yeah>. <laughs>
4: Can I tell you something? There's, Down and, syndrome, and he likes anal. there's this lovely guy who comes to see my Edinburgh show every year, and he has Down syndrome. And he came to my show recently, and he stood, you know, like when you go to the Pleasants, even if it's raining, they make you wait outside. Anyway, so this guy came inside, and the guy at the door goes, Oh, you're not supposed to be inside. And this um, guy said, Oh, no, no, I was told to come inside. And then he sort of looked at me and he goes, Shabby, did you see my little white line? I went, no. And he goes, Oh, it's just because I've got Down syndrome, people don't question. <laughs> 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 I say, I can do any old shit and I get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you would, and you totally.
0: That's would. fucking benefit fraud.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 moving on. I think at the end of that round, points to Margaret's team. Yay! This next round is (laughs) Agony. Agony. This round is Agony, like the last round. (laughs) What I'm going to do is I'm going to give each team uh, a real problem from a newspaper or off of the internet, and everybody has to work out what advice they think the Agony Aunt gave. So, Margaret, you're going to read out (coughs) one first? Yes.
2: Dear Agony Aunt, I'm very worried about my two lovely grandchildren. The problem is my daughter-in-law. She is what we used to call in my day a hippie. It started with her just refusing to feed them meat, then she cut out fish, and now they're all vegan. Or so she thinks. When the kids come here, they beg me for sweets, ice cream and proper milk. So I cook them up some good Italian food. I'm originally Italian, all right. She's a now found out what I've been up to and told me that unless I stick to her vegan rules she won't let me see my grandchildren ever again
1: (laughs) (laughs) Michael what advice do you think was given
0: Uh, I would hang her by the neck until she was dead (laughs) Uh, no if if those kids are being brought up vegan then that's exactly how they should be brought up like everyone should be brought up vegan because yeah Yeah. that's good you're proper vegan (laughs) I mean really fucking vegan I mean really fucking fucking vegan because like, I'm really
2: like you wouldn't take an apple that belonged to a dog, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, exactly, no.
2: That's veganism. Yeah. That's no, true veganism. No, you wouldn't. I checked the selling.
4: Okay, so if you think if their parents want to bring them up vegan, then everyone else in their life should bring them up vegan. What would yeah. you say then if, like, say, my parents were atheists and yet I could look, watch this? We plough the fields and scatter the good seed on the land <laughs> because I <laughs> didn't give a shit. Is
5: fed and water, <laughs> by God
4: Almighty. Hand. The point is, my parents (laughs) had enough faith in their own thing to, you know, be cool about that shit.
0: But you you can't possibly equate religious beliefs to veganism because (laughs) animals exist and God does not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Do you want to know what the answer was from the agony, Aunt Michael? See <laughs> how close you were? Yep. She says, do get them checked by a doctor, but you never know, they might be fine. <laughs> your daughter in law clearly sees you as an interfering granny who won't play to her rules. However, it's also possible that she has mental health problems. Wow!
3: <laughs> who was this
1: agony? This on? was Barbara Jacobs, who gives advice to everybody in North London. Uh, wow. Michael, can you read your problem out?
3: Dear
0: Agony Aunt, am I in love with my mother? (laughs) I've been in a few relationships, but no-one, not even my current girlfriend, compares to my mum for affection, attitude and sex appeal. (laughs) To be honest, I've sometimes imagined having sex with mother while in bed with my girlfriend. If you edit this out so this is all I've said...
3: (laughs)
4: Is it signed Jack Whitehall?
0: <laughs> Is it normal for a son to think of his mother sexually? I feel really confused. Should I tell her about my feelings? I'm doing a show every day with my dad at the Pleasant's Courtyard.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
5: last bit's not on.
0: <laughs>
1: Al, what would your advice be
2: <laughs> to this? It's, it's totally normal. Really? Um, well,
5: you know, <laughs> that's wrong.
0: <laughs> I've just seen a picture of his mum. Oh,
5: <laughs> oh yeah. It's all, it's all right for me to think about his mum while I'm having sex with my girlfriend, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, God, yeah,
5: OK, so it's, some of it's OK, if, it, <laughs> if it's not him doing it. <laughs> he's got to... That guy's got to go get help, <laughs> he's got to talk to a counsellor, he's got to... Reprogram mm. himself sexually. Yeah. He's, got yeah. a... He's got to buy her flowers. Take her out
0: for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but She's
1: maybe maybe just just once, just to get it out of his system. <laughs> and well, then... That
5: often works,
2: <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> and then yeah, kill yeah. his dad and blind himself. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: That's that's oh. the oh. ancient Greek problem oh. page. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, double yeah, barrel. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: The actual advice was you can never be your mother's actual lover. You should go and find someone else.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: as but as <laughs> as as you got paid for that. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna test like proper problems now, because these were obviously horrific. We asked the audience on the way in to write down some of their own problems, and I'm gonna ask you, the panel, to give your best advice. So we've got Alice here. Alice over there. Hang on, we'll get you the. Because Alice's problem was, I accidentally agreed to go on a date with a boy I really don't... Fa- Is he here? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: really- I really
1: don't fancy, how do I get out of it? Why did you agree to go out with him? Um, I kind of got accidentally tricked into it. Not tricked, but, hey, would you like to see this film? Well, yes, I would like to see this
2: film. Hypothetically. Oh, no. <laughs> that was... You were asking me out. And then I'm a polite girl, so... I'd... What's the film? No, go on. on. No, go on. What's the... <clears throat> It
1: was the (laughs) in-betweeners. At least not Spy Kids 4D. (laughs) Really awful.
5: You don't fancy him? No. But you like the same kind of films? You like the same kind of stuff? You're polite, he's polite? Come on. (laughs) (laughs)
2: He's not polite, he's manipulative.
5: Oh, what a scheming
0: bastard. Do you want to go to the cinema? (laughs) What a fucking villain. Evil, evil. I mean, that's the (laughs) modern-day equivalent of tying a woman to the fucking train
3: tracks, isn't it? (laughs) Shaffi, have
1: you got any advice for this? How do you let down a man who you don't fancy? Um, Snog his brother in front of him. I find that, that helps. Um... Do you know what I did
4: once with a guy that asked me out and I didn't want to go out with him and I stood him up? And then the next day he bumped into me at Ealing Broadway Shopping oh Centre and he said, Shappy. And I looked around and I went, oh God, everyone calls me Shappy. Shappy's my sister. We're twins. And I had this imaginary twin called Shardy. uh, my advice would be pretend to be your own twin
1: (laughs) is that going to work for you? I think yeah thank you (laughs) this is the first ever (laughs) success we have another one from Ben, is Ben here Ben Mm, with the poo problem (laughs) which Ben's that? (laughs) Lovely, ben has asked, what precautions can I take to prevent embarrassment when having a poo at my girlfriend's mum's house? <laughs> Panel.
2: How often do you have to have poos at their mum's house? Quite often. <laughs> are you living there? No. You go round there to do your poo? <laughs> no,
3: I'm,
6: I'm fairly regular. And what so kind of...
3: it... so are. Kind of if em- I'm round there... When... What
5: kind of embarrassment are you seeking to avoid?
3: The splash, back. the splash The
4: splash back.
3: Back. Smell Smell back. Well, look. Smells.
4: Well, what you do, right, before you do the poo, you just line it with blue yeah. paper to deaden than the fall. So it goes... Right? <laughs> and then, before you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And the, the trick
1: is... <laughs> Ow, I, I
0: thought wait. you didn't do impressions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a gentleman here with a poo problem. Sorry, sorry. Now, the, the trick problem. is,
4: Ben, right, when you flush... Don't wait for it to fall in to flush. Do it so you flush when your poo is midway, so it goes immediately. Immediately, and always keep a door open and a can of Febreze about your person at all times. Keep your door open?
2: (laughs) Don't, uh, my sister did once... um, Carol? Carol, (laughs) yes. uh, Did once throw a poo out of a window to... (laughs) Because a guy that she fancied was coming round and she didn't want him to see it. But it did, it did, it did, it
3: did, it did
2: genuinely land on a glass roof. Um, yeah. She should be on this. She really
1: should. Has that help at all, Ben? <laughs>
6: Definitely. I, I, I'll, I'll use all of them.
1: Throw it out. All the ideas. Not the glass roof. No, not that one. No. Round of applause for Ben, everybody. Sherry. <laughs> And uh, because this is on the internet, if anybody out there in the world wants our advice or wants to give us some advice, (laughs) then email us at rightthing1 at gmail.com and you never know, Michael Leg might call you (laughs) a (laughs) cunt. Right, round three is Ask the Expert.
3: Ask, 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 ask Ask you.
1: In this round, we get an expert guest and give them scenarios and the panel have to guess what they, an expert, would do in them. So, please, a round of applause for Honey Wild, who's our expert today. Yeah. And, Honey, you're a burlesque performer. Yes. Yes. I was expecting a woo. <laughs>
3: you've
1: yeah. performed... You've got a tribute to Margaret Thatcher, haven't you?
6: I do, yes. Just,
1: what does that involve?
6: It involves me being Margaret Thatcher circa about 1980, stripping to a Union Jack bikini, and it involves whipping a member of the audience and rule Britannia.
1: And did people get turned on?
6: You know, when I first started doing the act, I thought that that was never going to be the case, and people talked about the whole thing about... You know, thinking of Margaret Thatcher to stop yourself from coming. And then the that second, never works. Well, <laughs> the second time I did the act, somebody came up to me afterwards, he was about 20 and said, "I love your act." And then he offered to pay me 500 pounds if I would sleep with him dressed as Margaret Thatcher.: uh,
4: Did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: I thought about it and then said, "How about a thousand?":
3: Typical
0: fucking Thatcher: right? yeah. I
1: know <laughs> I was, I was in character, so... My so, um, before we set our scenarios, you have one minute panel to quiz Honey, find out how her brain works, and then see if you can decipher her answers. So, ask her anything you like. OK, so, um, burlesque,
4: is it quite an acrobatic um, art form?
6: No. OK.
2: Have you ever thrown a poo out of a window? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that you're even thinking about it. That says enough. Probably not. I
1: can't. Okay. Probably
0: not. Probably
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, have you got any question for honey?
0: Yeah, what is your fantasy pin number?
6: <laughs> <laughs> My fantasy pin number?
3: Quicker.
1: Yes.
6: 6969. Six, nine.
1: Well, this has got confusing. <laughs> All right, so scenario number one. Um, this is for honey. Okay. So what do you think? You turn up for a gig, but you realise you've forgotten your nipple tassels. The venue manager loves burlesque, but hates the sight of nipples and will fire you on the spot if he sees one. You're due on stage. What is the best swiftly grabbed replacement in this situation? Michael.
0: I don't think it is me. (laughs) I don't think I could possibly be a replacement. There's
1: only one of them. It was really lovely of you
0: to offer, honey, but I don't think I'm the man for the job. What
1: (laughs) would you
2: grab to Um, cover your uh, plasters and pubes? (laughs)
3: Why
2: would you need the pubes? Why do you need them? Yeah. Decorator, because you need something to, to actually swivel, don't you know? It's an art to replace the tassels. Plasters are no good. They're not sexy. Uh, oh. Socks.
1: <laughs> gaffer really tape. Sexy. Gaffer
5: tape a sock to each nipple. Jackpot, you're on stage now.
1: Have you ever forgotten your nipple tassels? Yes, many times. And um, what did you use?
6: Uh, business cards. <laughs> well, people don't look at my face. Once I've got these out, so I might as well, you know, market myself another way. <laughs> the other thing I've done is glitter my nipples.
1: Well, how, how do
5: you, you stick? How do you, how stick do, you do that? <laughs> <laughs> With um, glue. Is there With a glue? brush With I glue? can hold to put on the glue? You sound
6: just like some of my audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you use do you do anal or <laughs> God? Christ! <laughs> oh, just saying it. Hang it, it doesn't.
2: It doesn't. <laughs>
1: So this next scenario is: you step on stage to perform your celebrated Margaret Thatcher routine, mm-hmm. and you feel your merkin detach and fall to the floor. <laughs> Must the show go on, or is it time to abort? What is the right thing to do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, didn't you used to wear a merkin?
2: Yeah, it wasn't a real one though; it was just. A... <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't a real one? <laughs> well, a merkin was... is a merkin is a merkin. No, no, no. It was
1: it was a face
2: beard sewn to a <laughs> leotard. Oh. It's not the same thing. It was a sort of nude suit that had, like, it was a leotard that had buttons sewn on it, which a friend of mine, in fact, the director of the show kept calling my fat suit, which is very (laughs) insulting to go, no, that's my body, that's just (laughs) my body. It's
1: not a fat suit, it's a leotard. No. Sorry, that's, um, just getting a bit... No-one knows what to do. No-one knows what to do if a merkin falls off. Will you reach down, grab it, stick it back on? What if one of the audience (laughs) has snaffled it away as a souvenir? That
3: happens.
5: (laughs) Well, I don't know. Have you got a spare hidden somewhere? Secretive.
6: By the time I get to a Merkin, I've taken everything off. There's only really one place I can keep a spare, and it's just not that big. (laughs)
1: Everybody's just a bit confused. What did you do in this situation?
6: I just don't I have a handbag because I'm Thatcher and Thatcher always carries a handbag. Mm-hmm. So, in that situation, I would just cover it discreetly with my handbag.
1: A round of applause for Honey Wild. Woo! Right. This last round is called Do the Wrong Thing. <laughs> That's right. We don't want to ask people what the right thing to do is anymore. We're twisted We want to know what the wrong thing to do in each situation is, and if you can out-wrong each other, that's even better. Extra points for that. So, this is the first thing. What is the wrong thing to do in this situation? You pop round to visit your elderly neighbour, only to find him taking his last breath. He asks you to hold him. You do this. He thinks you're his wife and kisses you. What is the wrong thing to do? Anal. <laughs> Can anybody out wrong anal on an old dying man? (laughs) Ask him to have STD tests first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then anal. (laughs) Then (laughs) anal. If if you have the time. And then dump him. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Carol, oh he's not fucking calling
1: me my sister's name. I will take you outside and shoot you. Michael, you can have this one. You're walking in a secluded park and find the recently deceased body of Piers Morgan. What is the wrong thing to do?
0: Oh, I think it'd be wrong to share it with the press immediately. Just take it home and
5: enjoy it.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, conduct a really boring interview with
5: it. Yeah,
4: yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. (laughs) Try and make it cry. (laughs) (laughs) After the third ad break. Yeah.
1: Wear his skin. <laughs> I think that wins. One morning you wake up to find you possess all the superpowers of Superman, but none of his moral wetness. What is the wrong thing to do? Well, I love the
2: idea that morality <laughs> is in some way wet. <laughs> <laughs> Superman yeah, is ethics, a loser. pathetic, yes. No, Superman's
5: a total dork. Absolutely, <laughs> he's a dick. He's a complete dickhead. Yeah. What? He's, he's like God and he does fuck all.
2: So
1: what would you do with his powers?
5: Um, oh, I'd burn the moon. I'd do something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, you see a tiny orphan sat alone at the side of the road. Kill it.
2: <laughs> no Move on!
1: Ben, That's who's won? That's right the
0: thing to do.
1: Ben, who's won this?
0: Uh, the winners are Margaret and Al.
1: Oh, Yay! come on! Yay!
2: Come on! The
3: moon move
1: your eyes! <laughs> That's what we gonna do to celebrate. Yeah. Well, that is the end of uh, Do the Right Thing. <laughs> <laughs> really slick. <laughs> do the Right Thing features shop Core Sandy. How are Mori? to bed of course Marty white for the music thanks to the for keep clapping for thanks to the Pleasants for having us to Goose CG quad Sergeant Tibbs, and Zoe fell for helping out do the right thing with the post-production or the internet good night